0: Welcome to Know His Love Stories, where we listen to the voice of the father through his children. Today we have Sophia. She's from Lancaster, Ohio. She just finished her third year at Ohio University, studying both social work and psychology, about to enter her senior year. Welcome.
1: Thank you. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, she has been on the Know His Love podcast with my brother, Father Michael and Molly uh, last summer, and now she's gonna be sharing her story with us. So we're really grateful that she can do that. And why don't we just start with prayer, In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God a living Father, thank you so much for the gift of this time. Thank you for the gift of Sophia. I just ask that you bless her, bless her words, bless her story so that not only can it help her recognize, a deeper, have a deeper uh, experience of your love for her, but then also be able to bless her words that those who listen to her story will have a a deeper encounter with your love and desire to know your love as well. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, (laughs) uh, second try. We tried, we we did one recording (laughs) like a while ago, but now we're doing a fresh recording. New new place, deep relationship with God. Yes, um, and yeah, new experiences over the last year or so.
1: And I'm not concussed this time. You're
0: not concussed unlike last time. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I always like to start out with um, just the the question about when God seems far, and there's a lot of different reasons for that. Either, or, or one reason could be maybe somebody never has experienced God's personal life. If they've never been told about it, and so maybe they have a hard time really experiencing it because of that. There's other points from people's lives where they can doubt God's personal love, or maybe it's just a time when God feels far away and where the context and situation of our life leads us to really question um, maybe the lack of sensation or just a lack of experience that shows us that God is personally loving us. So yeah, I just would love to start there, and this can happen multiple times in a person's life. But if you could just speak into maybe one time in your life where that seemed to be the case for you, like, what was that like? What what Mm -hmm. was your experience of God during that situation? And even what was your experience of yourself during that situation?
1: Yeah. So like you mentioned, this has happened multiple times in my life as it does (laughs) for many people. Um, But a big time where I was really living in such a way that I was not trusting God at all and uh felt really far from him because i was running from him was uh the summer after covid um i had really started to try to pursue my relationship um through to jesus through um the newman community my freshman year and then yeah got sent home and it was just a really hard time um not being able to see anyone, not being able to have any kind of freedom uh, that I was sort of getting to experience when I was at college and being sent back home with all six of my siblings. Mm. Uh, It was pretty hard. And then, yeah, my family and I suffered a couple of pretty traumatic losses during that time. And Um, I also had experienced a traumatic head injury, uh, Mm. which is the concussion I had that we mentioned earlier. Mm. So there was a lot going on in that time. And so all the kind of uh, foundation that I had started to build felt very rocky. Um, And I got to a point where I realized now, looking back, I just did not trust the Lord at all. Um, And so I was really in this kind of fight or flight response, I would say, like just really living out of fear moment to moment. And so that turned into things of grasping a lot, um, struggling with uh, sins of abusing alcohol, um, struggling, yeah, with purity, um, struggling with who I even was. I felt really um, depressed in that time was kind of like using those different things to kind of medicate that because I was not seeking the Lord in that time at all to see Mm. what he had to say about any of it Uh, I don't think I was ready to hear because I uh yeah I just it was a pretty sorrowful time I didn't want to hear that I was worthy because I just don't think I could have believed it um Mm. so
0: yeah and how did how did you see God during that time I mean, it sounds like you didn't want to see him, but, um, yeah. Like what, did you have an experience or any kind of an idea of who God was in the midst of all that?
1: Yeah. I would say, um, I knew head knowledge. I knew who he was and I knew that I was Catholic and that I knew I was living in a way I knew what I was doing. I knew I was hiding from him. Um, but I think the shame was just so overwhelming hmm. that I kept going to mass, um, and I I kept showing up, but my daily prayer wasn't really there. Um, but really when I started coming face to face and having almost kind of like a breakdown of identity, like living in a way that I never wanted to live and then kind of seeing myself in the mirror and saying, is this what I'm going to do with yeah. my life? Um, I mm-hmm. went to confession and uh, I had to go to confession multiple times. Well, I still go to confession, (laughs) try to go every month, but I had Mm -hmm. to go and do some pretty big confessions multiple times that summer Mm -hmm. um, and just be really honest and vulnerable uh, with the priests there. And yeah, just through that grace, I think I was really starting to dive into um, experiencing the Lord's mercy. And then, I don't know if this will go into a question later, but then I came back to OU and made some really really great intentional friendships that were all centered around um, the Lord's divine mercy. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, he just knew what he was doing all along.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we can transition into that. So what was the process? I mean, you've grown so much over just uh, the three years that I've known you. You've grown in so many wonderful ways. And what was that process kind of from that summer where you were kind of running from God and looking in the mirror it was kind of like who am I mm-hmm. and like what do I want to do with my life um like what what was the process of really turning that around and 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 what what happened in the midst of that what transformed within you
1: yeah I think a lot of the process was removing myself from the situations where sin was really present mm. so coming back here it felt a lot easier um, and I had these friends that didn't like to partake in sinful activities or things that were centered around that um, and just kind of started building my life off of, off of that community. And so that kind of looked like daily mass, praying with my roommates, um, just talking with them and sharing vulnerably about my struggles and about where I was at. Mm. Um, and that kind of, having that really intentional time and also say this was during Also COVID, uh, part two. (laughs) And so it was almost felt kind of sheltered, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So it was like an intensive time of just separation kind of from the outside world. It was like a big break from all the chaos that was going on. And that's where a lot of healing started taking place. I really started um, sitting with silence with the Lord uh, for the first time probably in my life. I've never been comfortable with silence, but... He really led me there and mm. just started um being okay with being vulnerable in in a in a real way where the summer before there was like a lot of vulnerabilities that were present but in this way I was safe with the Lord. Mm. And so he really started to heal my heart that way but yeah the main things that helped that transition were community and just devotion to divine mercy.
0: Yeah. And did that devotion to divine mercy help maybe enrich or deepen your experience of God? Like, did it change how you saw God?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it really helped me specifically with God the Father Mm. because I think I always kind of struggled to um, wrap my mind around him, I guess. Um, as As a person, we can see him through Jesus as a person, but it was hard for me to understand God as... God as all-powerful, um, and so seeing him in the lens of divine mercy and love removed all of the kind of weird notions that he's angry at me when I sin or that I have, I'm have i breaking all these rules and kind of like rebelling against a overbearing dad or something like that. It kind of just removed all of that, I guess, immaturity, really, um, and I kind of just started being able to see him as he was through his son, but also really was trying to focus on my relationship Mm -hmm. with him as an individual person in the Trinity. Um, And so, yeah, I think just divine mercy and love are always going together because if you just, yeah, if you just focus on, if I were to just focus on my sin, I always just ended up in a shame cycle or something like that. But when I started focusing on his mercy, I realized I was loved. Hmm. Um, and that taught me who he was, that he loved me in the midst of all of that.
0: How did that experience in learning who he was, how did that affect how you saw how you were? You mentioned like, you know, before kind of like looking in the mirror and it was kind of like a question mark, like how did having a deeper knowledge of God and his love and mercy for you help give you a clearer identity?
1: I would say it's a process (laughs) it's still going on but I think yeah once you once I kind of got to know him he is truth and so from that relationship I was able to see the truth of multiple things but including myself Mm -hmm. so the lies and that were surrounded by the, the shame and kind of I think a lot of the battle of the devil trying to I think in, in healing, there's a temptation to focus on the past and make an enemy out of that person or hate that person that I used to be. Mm. And the Lord, and I don't think that's of the Lord, so I think when I started realizing that, the Lord was inviting me into more of a restoration. Mm. So knowing that he loved me in that place where I was at, And that he's calling me deeper, but is still loving me for who I am right now. Um, That helped me to see, have mercy on myself and see myself as he's seen me. That's a prayer that I have tried to pray since that time of, Lord, how do you see me right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I'm still figuring that out, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And and one key way, I guess one way of unlocking that would be through your baptism, right? Mm -hmm. Like when... You're able to claim that title as being that beloved daughter of God, the father, that beloved child of God. What does that mean to you to be able to claim that title and say, I'm a beloved daughter, I'm a beloved child of God?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's everything. <laughs> it's who I am and that's what I try to live out of and that's how I identify myself mm. now. And there's just such power in it. I think it it's so empowering to know that I can live in freedom because I his daughter. Mm. And I think for me, it just means that I always have a place and I can always run back to him. I want to always be running to him, but I know that I'm going to fall. Mm. Um, but yeah, in that mercy, I always have a place to get back up and, and, um, just keep walking with him.
0: Mm. And as that good father who loves all of his children personally in ways that really resonate with their hearts he loves you personally. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's your favorite way or what are some of your favorite ways where you just kind of notice it's like, wow, like the like, like God really loves me and he shows it to me through this.
1: Yeah, I think um, I love when things connect. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like a word for that, but.
0: Providence.
1: Providence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he just. He, well, I know, he just knows my heart. And Mm. so seeing different things throughout my day, just the other day, um, it's finals week right now and it was, there's been a lot of different struggles and I've been pulled in many different directions, but literally just yesterday, there was multiple different ways that, um, a layer of stress was removed in every single area. And I had just surrendered that Mm. the morning. That morning. Mm. So even just things like that, super simple, but I can just see him in the different areas of my life. And so I can just see his love in the way that he always provides for me. Mm. Um, And I would also say that I see his love so much in the people around me um, here in our Newman community. It's really beautiful to just see the Lord in different aspects of his personality through the different personalities here. Um, I've just learned so much through living in community.
0: As we kind of wrap up, um, I would love to hear any words of encouragement you might have for people that may have maybe going through or have gone through similar experiences, whether it be like a physical wound, an emotional wound, um, maybe getting caught up in some habitual or deep sins that seem like they're everything, but, you know, just believing the lies about those things. What encouragement would you give to people that might be in that situation um, in light of just seeking God's love?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say first that you're never alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that the Lord is always with us, but we know that he gave us each other. So you need a community and you need people around you. So reach out, whatever that looks like for you. If It's just sharing with a friend how you're struggling. If it's going to counseling, that's such a beautiful gift that the Lord gives us that we can be healed, mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd say don't shy away from that. Um, Yeah, I think it's really beautiful. When I didn't really know how to pray at all, the scriptures taught me a lot (laughs) because... Mm -hmm. Jesus prayed with the Psalms and uh, so what better tool to learn how to pray than to pray the prayers that Jesus prayed himself. So the Psalms might be a good place to go if you just need um, to learn how to pray and learn how to communicate all those emotions Mm. or confusing feelings that are going on. Um, The Psalms don't shy away from any of that. I think they're so real Mm. and don't yeah, they don't hide the struggle of the human condition. So I think they're really, um, yeah, I think the sums are really affirming for any different struggle that you're going through. And so that's a good place to start.
0: Beautiful. Well, thank you for yeah sharing your story today. And um, if anybody listening to us would like to share your story, just feel free to connect with us on social media or by clicking on the join us link at knowhis.love.